0: Life is sweet and made even sweeter when spent with the ones you love. Savor the moment, big or small, with a delicious bottled Starbucks Frappuccino drink. Or for a new favorite sip, check out the full Starbucks ready-to-drink coffee lineup online or wherever you buy groceries. Because with Starbucks coffee, you're always ready for the right now. What's good, y'all? What's good? Matt Garland here. NMLS number 58700, better known as MG the Mortgage Guy. So today we're going to have a great Ransom and Gems live experience. I am your host, Matt Garland, as I just said. My co-host, counterpart, broker extraordinaire, Kiana Watson, will not be joining us today. Um, she had some very important business to handle, So I said, Kiana, no worries. MG got it. All right. So first of all, I need y'all to all like this video. Like it, share it. Thank you guys for always the support with um, Rants and Gems. Also, House Hackonomics. Thank you guys for making House Hackonomics the number one um, bestseller book. In the world on Amazon. Okay. in five different categories. So thank you guys who purchased your copies of House Hackonomics. I really, really, really appreciate you guys. All right. So we're going to talk a little bit. Um, we're going to have a good time today. We're going to do this for about an hour. This is a live Q and A show. So I want you guys to throw your comments in the chat, please all right? Queens definitely gets the money, Mecca. Let me put that up there. Let me show you how we're going to do this today. I'm going to put your comments on the screen, just like you just saw right there. Um, Shout out to Mecca413, Queens get the money. And yes, my barber is the goat. Shout out to Sneed. I literally just walked off the bar, got out the barber chair and came here um, to you guys, all right? So let's talk about this. The feds raised the rates today, Another three-quarters of a point. Um, it's very interesting what's happening in the market um, today. You know, I, I, look, I appreciate the love with the cut, y'all. Thank you very much. You know, I'm trying to do a live show here. Y'all got to chill, though, right? Um, but the feds raised the rates. Another three-quarters of a point, raising the fed funds rates back to the 2008 level, 2018 level of two and a quarter, two and a half percent. This will most likely increase mortgage rates in the time coming. Although mortgage rates finished the day pretty good today, right? You know, the the, the mortgage market, we've been kind of pricing this out in our in our rates. And we we went down a little bit today. We're around five and a half percent. It was up a little bit, and that's the national average. Every situation is different depending on your credit score, the property type, you know, the structure of the loan. But the national average today is around five and five and a half percent for a 30 year fix. Right. So the markets, although the Fed funds rates went higher by three quarters of a point, the mortgage rates dipped a little bit because they really don't follow each other. You know, I'm probably going to get into this. At a later date, kind of like the whole, because it's a whole masterclass to kind of teach you guys exactly, you know, mortgage-backed securities, 10-year treasuries. And it's not enough time on on this type of platform to kind of break all of that down. But let me tell you my opinion. All right? <clears throat> let me pay. <laughs> Shout out to William. <laughs> Yo, y'all are funny in the comments, right? So let me tell you my opinion what's happening. And I'm not the only one who feels like this. And I keep telling y'all, I'm telling y'all this, right? I'm telling y'all this. The feds, they are really going crazy with raising these rates. I think they're going to raise them again. Um, probably another 50 to 100 basis points in the next couple of weeks. I told you guys um, a couple months ago, that the 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 rates, interest rates, mortgage rates are probably gonna tick somewhere between six and a half and seven percent. I still believe that, because the Fed is hellbent on inflation and lowering that inflation number back to two percent. It's right now over nine percent It's extremely high. And their tool is to basically raise everything and hopes it slows up everything. That's basically what the Fed Chairman said today and at his press interview is, long story short, you can go watch the hour, you can just go to YouTube and if you want to watch it, but I'm going to sum it all up for you right now. He basically said, we're going to keep raising rates <laughs> to, to, so people can stop buying anything, and that will slow things up, and hopefully that will lower the cost. Look, I personally believe they're doing a tremendous disservice to everybody. I feel like they, aren't, they don't have no other choice but to do this. But ultimately, they're just going to make it more expensive for everybody because people are still buying stuff, right? Despite all the headlines and all the click clickbait stuff you guys might see on the internet and everybody's talking about the housing market. Look, the housing market is still up year over year right now. It's up appreciation is still high, 14, 15%. Now, is it going to be 20 plus percent nationally? No, of course not. When you have higher interest rates, you can't expect that. It's unrealistic. All right. But you still have double digit predictions for 2022 from pretty much all the economists. Now, going into 2023, if they keep raising these rates, and obviously, if mortgage rates continue to go higher and higher and higher and higher, then obviously, we're going to see more of a pullback in the housing sector. And we're going to see more buyers, especially you first-time home buyers, are going to get boxed out. You're not going to be able to afford a 7% on, an, on all-time record high prices. It's just not going to happen. But let me tell you. Let me tell you who has a great opportunity coming up. Us investors. Yes. Because what's going to happen, the people who cannot afford to buy, what are they going to have to do? They're going to have to rent. And as you see, rent is at an all-time high. Look, I had a webinar the other day, and I was talking to my, my students on this webinar, and I said there's four things that people can do when it comes to housing. You can either buy, you can either rent, you can either be a nomad and go live with somebody, whether it's a family member, your parents, your friends, or whatever the case may be, or you can be homeless. There's only four things you can do. Shelter is a must, right? And there's really only four th- four options, buy, rent, live with somebody, or just live on the street. And nobody wants to do that, right? So you only got these three things. And if you can't afford to buy, you're either gonna go rent, or you're going to go live with somebody. These are facts of life, y'all. This is not rocket science. This doesn't take me to be Nostradamus and be able to make all these wild predictions or none of this stuff. This is just facts. And the fact of the matter is, when you raise interest rates at the levels that they are raising, this is not going to make it uh, cheaper for people. It's very simple things are going to continue to rise with them rise raising rates how it does not help the supply issue in the supply chain what's the plan for that somebody tell me some i because i haven't heard a plan for the supply chain what are you going to do to f- fix that now if it's more expensive and then builders are not going to build at the levels that they need to build to to, to have more housing It's only going to get more expensive. Now, what we're seeing now is a lot of builders are having a a quote unquote, let me put the quotations up, a quote unquote hard time, right, of selling their homes. It's because they had, if you really understand what happened over the past two years, they had no choice but to overbuild because of the supply issues. So because you didn't know when you was going to get the supplies. So you had to order in bulk. And I'm telling you this for a fact because I'm building the house right now. And I'm telling you, when I'm talking to, to these contractors and 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 these suppliers, they all recommend buy as much as you need right now. Or buy a little bit more, because you never know when you're gonna be able to get another shipment. It might take weeks. So what do you think the big boys are doing? But I'm gonna tell you another thing, what I think these these big builders are gonna start doing. Knowing that home buyers are not gonna sit here and buy at the levels that they were a couple years ago, they're going to just turn these properties into rentals because people are going to need the place to live. So they're going to win that way, right? They're going to win. Bernard said, rising rates is meant to price people out. Yes. So when you see all the stats and everything like that, and I know it's a lot of fear mongering all over the internet and people are talking about this, that, and the third, like, yo... This is supposed to happen. This is what the feds want to happen, right? This is what they want to happen. So don't be fooled by the fear-mongering. Learn how to pick your spots when it comes to real estate. Renting market, I guess that's what you're trying to say, love. Renting market is going to go up. Exactly. So again, what's going to happen when people don't want to, when they can't afford to buy they're going to rent. So who's going to win? Landlords, investors, people who are putting themselves in position to buy investment properties will be the ones who are going to win in this market because a lot of people are going to sit on the sidelines. So this is why I preach to you guys all the time. If you follow me on Instagram, energy, the mortgage guy, if you take any of my classes or anything that I do, you hear what I say to you guys all the time. I told you guys in the beginning of the of the pandemic, I told you it would be the greatest opportunity for home buyers because the rates were going to go to dirt cheap and the feds are going to do everything in their power to not cause a crash. And they did. Now I'm telling you guys, if you're looking to invest, this is going to be the greatest opportunity of your life to invest in real estate because rent prices are going to continue to go up. Now, um, Leslie, let's see what you have to say. How do you renegotiate accepted offer price given rising rates? The seller hasn't been able to close due to tenant issues. Already moved the closing date twice and running up on the third extension. Uh, that's a good question. I didn't really mean to click this question right now <laughs> because that's kind of off topic. But but how do you renegotiate an accepted offer price? Your, your price is already accepted. There's nothing you can really do, Right. You're already in contract for a price. And if the seller is um, not closing due to tenant issues, the only thing that you can probably negotiate is that the seller is going to pay your extension fees. So renegotiating your price because of interest rates, 2 thing, those things don't have nothing to do with each other, right? And this is what I mean that you guys got to learn how to separate these things. Your, what you negotiate on a price to buy a house has nothing to do with the rates. What does that have to do with the seller? The seller don't care if you got a 4% or a 6%. If you told him you can buy this house and you signed a contract, then you obligated to close. So that rate, rising rates is kind of irrelevant. What you need to do is negotiate. You need to negotiate that the seller is going to pay for your extensions because they are the ones who are um, causing these delays. Okay. Jordana says, so glad I didn't wait. Shout out to producer extraordinaire, Jordana. I'm so glad you're in the way, too. I told you to buy. (laughs) Good question, Detailer. What does it look like for the rent-to-own market? I think the rent-to-own market is going to come back strong um, because, again, people who want to sell may not be able to sell because that buyer pool is going to start shrinking and shrinking and shrinking, especially if these mortgage rates go up another percentage point, that's going to shrink the buyer pool. So I think you're going to start seeing more things like that, right? You're going to start seeing more um, on the rent, rent to own situations. You're, and I put out a post. And another thing I want to say to that, right? Because we're talking about sellers. Sellers are going to have to now start getting creative. I put a post on my Instagram earlier today talking about using seller's concessions to buy down your interest rate. So for all you home buyers out there, if you want to get a low a low rate right now, and you have your down payment, your closing costs. This is the time now where you ask a seller for a concession three percent, four percent, and you use all that money that you're going to get on concession to buy down your interest rate. Like I gave an example today, um, on my Instagram page. If you go to my Instagram, MG the Mortgage Guy, you'll see it. But I basically broke down at the national average rate of five and a half percent versus with a price reduction of 10 percent versus you getting a three or 4% still maybe paying the asking price or close to it, right? Negotiate a little bit because closed mouth don't get fed, but asking them for this concession. So that way now you can bring down your interest rate and your payment will be cheaper um, even if you pay it at a higher price. So it's just, you got to know the game. You got to know the strategies out there. And right now it's very important when you have creative financing and creative things that you can do to still get you guys a lower interest rate. All right, Uh, Jay-Z and Will Smith recently backed a rent-to-own startup with 165 million. Look, Pop B, I'm glad you just brought that up. That is 100% facts, right? You have to look at what the big boys are doing. Pay attention, they're buying rental properties like crazy. Everybody's screaming the housing market is going to crash. The housing market is going to crash. But what do you see? Big boys like Jay-Z and Will Smith back in rent-to-own startups. Rent, importantly, right? Then own. That creates cash flow. Look at Jeff Bezos. Look who he's investing in. Um, with his, with his um, investment firm that's buying all these single-family homes for rentals. Rentals, rentals, rentals. Landlords are going to win right now smash that like button, smash the like button, listen to Joshua, go and smash the like button. Um, Edward, I hear you always bring up Miami, Atlanta, Seattle, Houston, etc. cetera, but could you please shed some light on Portland housing market? We don't never talk about the Portland housing market, Jordana, we need to get somebody on here from, from Portland. I agree with that. Uh, Talani Sanchez says, what do you think is going to happen to all the commercial spaces and rental spaces in New York City? Ah, man, I think New York City is one of these interesting markets. I'm from New York. I live in New York. And this is one of those interesting markets where, you know, COVID is kind of over and a lot of employers are trying to get their employees to come back to the office. I think the rental space, the commercial market in New York is just its own planet. Businesses want to be in New York for whatever reason. It's expensive as hell to be in New York, but they still want to be there. So I think New York commercial spaces and the rental market in New York will still be strong, um, especially on the residential. Um, I think the average um, rental price in, in, in Manhattan, don't quote me on this, but I think it was like $5,000 a month or something ridiculous like that. Um, so the the rental market is always going to be strong. COVID did slow it down, but it's coming back stronger than ever right now. So it's only a matter of time for it it continues to blow up in my opinion. Yeah, they want Portland. Okay. Shout out to Portland on a check-in. Uh, I have caught a coffee shop. Okay, great. Shout out to your coffee shop. (laughs) All right. Uh, Christian says, I'm noticing a huge change in Cali from traditional commercial retail spaces to entertainment activity type of businesses. You know what that's what's happening right now, right? I'm actually in the process of buying a building so that way I can put my headquarters there and and create my own studios, right? I'm I'm trying to make um Tyler Perry Studios for content creators because where where I'm at Here on the island, on Long Island, you don't really have nothing like that. You have to go to the city, to Manhattan in order to, if you want to film, like I'm blessed to have my own, which you guys see, well, you want to see the background, but you don't see the whole studio that I have, but it's not a huge studio, but I want to do more, right? And I want to be able to help other content creators. So again, I'm buying a building just so I can make it my main hub and have multiple different locations for content creators, because that is the wave right now. Everybody has a voice. And with the the information and technology era that we are living in, it's so much easier right now. Look, look at us. I'm talking to over a thousand people right now from my computer. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So think about how easy it is to talk to people and build the brand and things of that nature. And when you look at when you're going to rent, um, a space, if you're a creator, that's going to cost you maybe 200 an hour, 250 an hour. Now, you do that times 10, right? That's That could be $2,500 a day. Times that by, what, 10 days at $2,500? What's that, $25,000, y'all? that's only 10 days. So think about that. When you think about short-term rental market, it's not just for Airbnbs, y'all, and, and, and residential properties. It's for event spaces. It's for content spaces. It's you, And this is why I love real estate. This is why I love real estate, Christian, because you can literally get creative and do so many different things with real estate to where you can run it up and run a plane. So, yes, I think you're going to start seeing more um, commercial spaces start turning into um, entertainment event spaces, content spaces as we continue um, during this journey in the information and technology era. Great, great, great observation. Shout out to Tiffany, Queens all day. Queens get the money. Y'all know what it is. All right. Um, that was a good question. Hold on. I'm trying to get to that. Okay. Um, uh, damn, I want to get to that. I saw a question. I'm trying to find it. Let me hide your comment. Uh, damn, there's a good comment up here. I, I can't find it. Let me put this one up here. COVID nineteen is not gone. More people are vaccinated, but the cases are still rampant. I'm not saying COVID nineteen is gone. I'm saying that COVID nineteen is not what it was two years ago. Look, I just came off of COVID literally three weeks ago, and this is my second time catching COVID. And I tell you, when I had that Delta variant, that joint was crazy, right? This variant, I don't know what they call it now. But it was more like a common cold. Now, I'm not trying to downplay COVID. It is running rampant. The cases are definitely going up. That's for sure. But it's not as potent as it was two years ago. You know, people, a lot of people are not dying as they were two years ago, from my understanding, because I don't see it all over the news no more. So when I say COVID is gone, I'm not trying to be disrespectful to COVID, because Lord knows I don't ever want to catch it again. And I don't wish it on nobody. But I'm just saying it's not as it was, because you can go out anywhere, especially in New York. New York was one of those places that was locked down. You go through New York right now, nobody has a mask on. So that's what I'm talking about. Here we go. This is the question I was looking for. A. roof. any issues leveraging the BRRR method in this market? Um, I don't think there's any issues left leveraging the burn method in this market. I think you have to be careful and understand the market that you are trying to do your bird strategy in because the market is correcting itself it is changing and at a blink of an eye if that that flip can turn to a flop if that market goes the wrong way so i think if you're doing any type of flip right now you need to master your craft you need to get some education you need to make sure you got a solid construction crew because you already know how i feel about contractors for not for the most part I got a lot of backlash about that from my contractor family. Look, contractors, I love y'all, but some of y'all give a bad rep to all of y'all. I'm sorry, but I love y'all for the most part because I need y'all to do your job, too. But you have to make sure you're managing a good crew and your timelines is there because at any given moment, that market can, can change and then that can hurt you on your flip. So just tread carefully. Fox Gamer says, love what you do. Thank you very much for your support. Everybody smash that like button. Smash that like button slash that like button. Edward said, thank you so much for just acknowledging me, but I really want some answers. What answers you want? Ask a question. Uh, Andre Hatchet, shout out to you. Big money. Uh, Hoodstar says, you just gave me an idea. I don't know what it was. Please share with us. Uh... Blaze Blizzu, are you talking gibberish? Y'all got to ask some real questions in here. (laughs) Um, Kelly says, so if you don't have a rental or commercial property currently, are you S-O-L? No, you are not S-O-L. There's always time to buy property. Look, real estate ain't going nowhere. Real estate is always here. So don't rush. Don't have FOMO. Don't have fear of missing out, right? It's not going nowhere. If you're not ready to buy in this moment, then you need to focus on. If you don't have the money, the credit, the, the 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 capital to go out there and purchase real estate, then you need to focus your attention on learning the game. While you stack your money and get your credit right, so while you learning, you could be stacking credit getting right. So by the time your credit, your money is right, your knowledge will be right along with it, and then boom. Prior preparation preparation prevents piss-poor performance or piss-poor management. So learn the game. So if you're trying to get into commercial, you need to be learning about commercial finance and commercial leases. You need to be learning everything you need to know about the commercial world. You're trying to get into residential investments. You need to learn everything that you need to know about residential investments. Tiffany says, what happened to all the box store properties is Sears build and create studios? I don't know what happened to those, right? I can't answer about Sears and all these other companies, but I could just tell you that a lot of these, I'm, and I'm seeing this too, there's a lot of event spaces popping up. There's a lot of creative spaces popping up um, because it's just, it's a need for it. It's a demand for it. So I'm just telling you what I'm doing. You don't have to partake in that. DeAndre said, what's the, lonest, the lowest lowest amount you can borrow, you spell borrow wrong, on investment property, on investment loan. Uh, what's the lowest? Good question. So I'm not saying that I would do a $50,000 loan, but I've, I've, I've know some banks that will do a $50,000 conventional, conventional mortgage. Now for like a, in your LLC, maybe 75,000, just depending on the lender but for the most part, a lot of the lenders that I personally work with, they won't touch nothing other than 150000 And even then, it's, a, it's pulling teeth sometimes. So I would probably say you can find some lenders that would go under $100,000, but over 100000 is probably what you want to be. Health is wealth. More life to enjoy wealth. Big facts. Big facts. Yasmin says... I used, I used to use my old apartment in LA for filming, et cetera. There are, there are definitely more, more creative ways to do STR. Y'all, yep. I agree. I agree. And you see that a lot, right? It's just like Airbnb arbitrage, right? People don't own the properties. They just doing corporate leases and then they, they Airbnb it. I'm starting to see the same thing with people getting these apartments and turning them into studios. Amanda. Amanda says, I'm in the auto industry and prices are way high. Interest rate and leases are excessively high, excessively higher than they were two years ago. Of course they are. People can't afford them. Payments are close to rent and mortgage payments. Shaking my head. Well, then if you can't afford the payments, then I always tell you there's a difference between eligibility and affordability. So if you can't afford the payments, people, we are all adults here. Don't go out there and and, and go get an S-Class or Tesla or Range Rover if you can't afford it. It's very simple. Don't go buy a house if you can't afford it. It doesn't matter what the bank is going to prove you because we all know banks and finance companies, they're going to do whatever they got to do to get you in the car and get you in the home. But it's up to you as an adult to figure out what you truly can afford because there's a difference between eligibility and affordability. So yeah, of course everything's gonna be up. There was a huge demand for cars. Hell, I'm buying another car right now. I can't get a car for the life of me. I ordered I ordered a new Range Rover, like the 23 one, trying to get rid of this 21. I ordered that. What's this? July? Damn! I ordered that thing when they first came out when they debuted them in October or November, and it's July, and I still don't have my daggone truck. And then the dude called me six weeks ago, told me, "Well, I know I told you retail now it's thirty k above asking." It's a mess, but what can you do? You have to know your numbers so you're you're in the profit. That's a fact. I think you were talking about that bird that bird question. All right, my husband is out of work 2 weeks because of covid. Covid is not gone. I never said covid is gone. Let's hope you let's hope your husband feels better. Prayers to him. Uh any sh- strategy to combat high interest rates for investment properties? No. There's no strategies to combat interest rates for investment properties. It is what it is. Interest rates for investment properties are always going to be higher than conventional mortgages. So, if we're looking at a five and a half percent on average for a primary resident, someone with 740 plus credit scores, 20% down right now, then you're going to be looking at six and a half to seven percent for your investment property. So, the only strategy, let me say, the only, and I don't even call this a strategy, the only thing you can do is probably do an interest only. That's going to give you more cash flow. Now you ain't going to pay no principal balance when you make your mortgage payment, but you could always prepay your mortgage balance on your own. So you got to weigh out, does an interest only versus a principal and interest payment work for you? Um, and then you also got to look at the numbers too on a, on that rental income. If the rental income is not just making sense, then it's just not making sense. And you just got to move on to find another deal. But there's really no strategy besides interest only or buying down your rate. And I wouldn't even call those a strategy for the most part. Uh, Shout out to the police officers. Okay. Yep. Shout out to all the police officers. I got a couple cops that I know. Y'all be safe out there. Uh, Jimmy on said, can you have someone on from the Massachusetts market? Sure. Why not? All right, guys, we got over a thousand people on this thing live right now. Um, thousand people on here live. I appreciate y'all tapping in with me, but I need y'all all to go over there right now and 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 go ahead and like this video. I'm going to go do the same because I got to like my own stuff because if I don't like it, then who else is, right? We got over a thousand people on this live right now and we already got 400 likes. So I need you guys to go over here and like this video live like I just did. All right. Shout out to everybody tapping in. Let's get these questions answered. Dang, I want a haircut like that. Yo, shout out to my barber again. Buy herb, books, eat better, do better. Yep. We got the health guy in the chat. Gotta love it. All right. Uh, Merlette, I don't know if I pronounced your name right. I'm sorry if I butchered you. I I apologize. I'm gonna just call you M for right now. Uh, New home buyer looking to house hack. House Hackonomics, economics, number one book in the world right now. Go pick it up on Amazon. Shameless plug. All right, <laughs> new home buyer looking to house hack. Any suggestions or insights on how to find off-market deals for South Florida market? Having a hard time finding multifamily in good neighborhoods. Um, I would tell you you need to get a realtor who has who's an who's also an investor. You need to get yourself a wholesaler. You need to go to all the websites like auction.com and all these different websites out there that um, are for investors. And you need to go door knocking, right? You need to go door knocking. You see properties. You got to probably act like your own wholesaler and go look, drive the neighborhoods, go drive for dollars. Look, look at distressed properties, try to find the owners. So you're going to have to do a lot of, a lot of legwork if you're looking for a specific type of property, but you're saying in good neighborhoods, from my recollection, there's not too many good neighborhoods in Florida that's going to have multifamilies. Now, I don't know what your definition of a good neighborhood is. So let me take that back. But, you know, you probably going to have to be looking in C areas, not A and B areas. Unless you want to do big multifamilies, 10, 20, 30 unit buildings, then that's maybe a different situation. Delta was on I that got you. Okay. Let's see this one. Rafik, is it a good time to refinance with interest rates going up? No, it's not a good time to refinance. If I had the property for 20 plus years, and haven't refinanced in 10 years. First of all, what's your rate? And if your rate is anything below where we are right now, then no. The national average is around five and a half percent. So if you're below five and a half percent, then hell no is not a good time to refinance. If you got equity in your property, maybe it's a good time to take out a home equity line of credit if you are looking to invest, right? But don't take and this is my disclaimer when it comes to home equity line of credits, do not take out a home equity line of credit if you do not have a plan. Do not take out a home equity line of credit if you are not well educated on investing. I do not recommend home equity line of credits for for pleasure. I only recommend home equity line of credits for business. If you're going to do capital improvements to the property that you're living in, I recommend it because that's going to help the value of the property. If you're going to use that money to invest into real estate, I recommend it. If you're going to use that money to invest into a business, but make sure, here's my disclaimer with this, make sure it's just not some flying the wind business that you just started tomorrow and you don't really, you know, running this business actively. But if you're investing into your business that's already going, and you just need to infuse some capital to kind of grow it some more, then I would recommend it. But I don't recommend home equity line of credits because to for many things because this is the church. Like I like to call it the church's money. It's where you live. You gotta pay your bills. Your family's probably gonna live there, and you are taking on new debt, which is gonna come with a monthly payment once you start um, pulling from that line. So you have to be fully knowledgeable and prepared for that. So try carefully, please don't mess up the church's money. Where can I get a haircut like that? Jeez, man, my barber going to have to pay me after this. <laughs> Somebody said, just take some, some tussing. Glad you're better. Oh, I guess you were talking about when I had COVID. Um, there are any lifestyle restrictions is what he's saying. Oh, yeah, I still talking about COVID, basically. That's basically what I'm saying. Um, how do you feel about the lawsuit on Berkshire mortgage discriminates against Black and Latino people? Well, I think all these companies discriminate against Blacks and Latino people. So how do I feel about the lawsuit? It's just another lawsuit, another day, another lawsuit because of discrimination. What's going to happen is this Berkshire mortgage, they got so much money. They're going to pay a fine. Boom, boom, boom. And that's going to happen. Right. It always happens. Look at Wells Fargo. Look at all these banks that get hit with lawsuits and what really happens to them. Nothing. Let's call it a spade a spade. What really happens to them? Not a damn thing. So how do I feel about it? Another day in America. How do we feel feel about virtual ad space and Web3 domains? This is a real estate show. Let's keep it real estate. <laughs> Somebody said Tussin. Go to my boy 19 Keys for the for the Web3 conversation. Shout out to 19 Keys, but that's 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 his lane. That's not MG lane. Motivated woman. The gym is the free knowledge we're able to obtain from you today. Thank you. I appreciate you. Motivated woman. Shout out to you. Uh, P move says your body may be adjusting. A lot of people aren't feeling the effects as bad as the second time around. Yep, that's what I was saying about COVID. Uh, Just correct, it wasn't true. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I I'm trying to figure out. I don't know what y'all talking about. Let me move on. Um, Keisha says, "Ever he does not work in the Portland market. He can't provide answers for Portland." That's correct. I don't work in the Portland market. I have no clue what's going on out there. But I will make sure we bring some people up here who knows about Portland. All right. Keep your vibes high, always. Throw gems in the comment for Jessica right for that comment. I don't know what she was talking about, but keep your vibes high, people. Keep the vibes high. You see that comment right there? Keep the vibes high. Put that in the chat. <laughs> keep your vibes high. I like that one. Y'all talking about all types of stuff in this. All right. Uh, let me see this one. All right, Riri Jordan says, "Is it too late for a cash out refinance on a rental property? Is it too late for a cash out refinance on a rental property?" That is a very good question. It all depends on the situation with the rental property. Um, depends on what your current interest rate is. Depends on um what your rate will be with the cash out refinance on your investment property it depends on what your cash flow now is going to look like when you take out this money. So there's a lot of different factors that I will be looking at, but if the moon, the stars and the sun, the line and everything is fine. you like that. Then use equity to buy more equity. Good vibes only. Okay. Let's go with this. I can't pronounce your name. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I I did your question already. I'm sorry. Damn, y'all really feeling the cut. Maybe I need to get a cut more often before a show. (laughs) Yo, Jordana, maybe, Jordana, make sure I get a cut before every show now. (laughs) Yo, all right, Mimi, who, if I have an FHA loan, how long should I hold it before converting it to a traditional loan? What are the pros and cons of keeping an FHA loan? Me, me, who? I'm going to highly recommend my first book, which is a masterpiece. Shout out to the brother Jermaine Miller from JM Publishing. House Hackonomics, number one in five categories, new releases. Number two, number one in two categories, bestseller, House Hackonomics. How to House Hack Your Way to Wealth. Mimi me, me who go to Amazon. That's what you need. Go get it. Link will be in the description too. Go to Amazon. But I'll answer your question for you real quick. But you need to read the book. You need to hold it for at least a year. Okay? You need to hold it for at least a year because FHA requirements state you must live in a property for one year. And then after one year, you can move out and move into, buy another house. But if you want to use FHA again, you will have to refinance out of that FHA loan into a conventional mortgage, and then you you free up your FHA again. Now, here's the problem. If you buy, if you're doing this with a three or four family property, when you refinance into your conventional mortgage, you need to have at least 20% of equity in the property, okay? At least 20% of equity in the property. So my recommendation, if you're trying to house house hack in this season and this market, when you have a market correction that we're in the beginning process of. You need to be buying rehab properties. You need to be using FHA two or three K's. You need to be forcing your appreciation, ladies and gentlemen, you need to start thinking like an investor. I've been saying this for years. I have so much video behind this over the past five years when I decided to get on the internet of talking about this. So you have to use 203K, Fannie Mae Homestyle, rehab loans to accomplish your goals. But Mimi me who go pick up House Economics. It'll give you the blueprint. Yeah, I really want, I'm seeing nothing but Massachusetts and, and Portland. Jordana, make note of this, please. Uh, what do you think about Chi Chi says, what do you think about the market in 2023? Please write this down. Keep me on record, keep me accountable. This is just my opinion. But as I said before, the housing market in 2023, from an appreciation standpoint, we're gonna be looking at two to five percent appreciation by the end of the year nationwide. Because I believe the feds is just going to jack things up some more. They're going to try to put demand at a halt. And there's still going to be supply issues, but there's going to be less homes going on the market, meaning less homes to sell. So that will slow down appreciation, but it's still appreciation. So I want you guys to really understand, because I see a a lot of things out there and it blows my mind sometimes where people are like, oh, prices are dropping, prices are dropping. Yes. Oh, home sales are declining. Of course they are if there's less homes on the market to sell. Oh, inventory is going up. Yes, it is, but it's not going up to make a huge impact at this moment. We still are at 2.2 and a half months of inventory nationwide. These are facts. facts. Pure facts. To have a balanced seller's market, I mean, a a balanced market, you need at least six months of supply. We had two and a half. We've been running under two for God knows how long. So has it gone up? Absolutely. You got the last bit of sellers who was I don't know what the hell they was waiting on during the the pandemic years. They all decided now, oh, let me try to hurry up and get my house listed before the market go too crazy. So you're going to see that. That's natural. In the summertime, those numbers always go up in the summertime anyway. <laughs> so it's like, be careful of the fair mongering, ladies and gentlemen. But to answer your question again, yes, I do still see homes appreciating. I do not think it's going to be a real estate crash. I am on record, and I will say this, I would debate anybody about this. I don't care. I don't think it's going to be a housing crash. I'm telling you, the, from my opinion, you may not have to, you don't have to agree with me. Fine. That is your opinion. But I want to ask all of you a very important question. What are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do? Why are we so worried about things we can't control anyway? That's what I want to know. Why are we so damn worried about the housing market crashing? Okay, if it crashes, are you going to buy? Are you in position to buy? All you just want these people saying, I'm waiting for it to crash. And then when it crashes, you're still not going to execute. Because so many people wanted to buy when rates were 2.5, was 3%, 2.75. And they say, I'm waiting for it to get to 1%. Then I'm going to buy I'm like, what the hell are you waiting on? So, I mean, and I'm just talking from my lens as a 20-year um, licensed professional in this business. I've seen it all. I hear all. Everybody talk all the time. Who cares? Focus on what you can control. That's my whole point. No matter if the market goes up, down, left, or right, what can you control? What can you do to be prepared? And if it does happen, are you going to be prepared to buy anything? Or are you still going to sit on the sidelines? This is my thought process. Let me try to catch up to these comments because there's a lot of comments in here. <sighs> All right. All right, buy an affordable home at market with 20% down in my hometown, smaller market in Arkansas for rental income while I rent apartment in Dallas, first time home buyer. Well, I like that, right? So I think if you're saying, hey, and this is what I try to tell people all the time first of all, we got 1,200 people on here. I need y'all all to go smash that like button. I appreciate y'all tapping in with MG. You know, smash that like button, smash that like button, smash it, share it to the world. We got a live q and I'm answering as many questions as possible today. All right. But I like this, uh, Darian Reynolds. I like the fact, and this is what I want to tell everybody watching this right now. If you are, uh, especially a first time home buyer, if you live in a place like, um, Dallas, which is expensive, is becoming expensive. If you live in Cali, if you live in New York, if you live in D.C., if you live in any of these expensive markets right now.
1: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable.
0: With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And you are getting priced out. Don't get discouraged. Flip the script. Become an investor go buy in a small town. Let's talk New York, for example. If you're a first-time homebuyer and you're trying to buy a multifamily in New York, that's going to run you 700 to a million easy and it's still going to need work. So even if you need, let me, where's my damn calculator? Let's talk some Let's talk some numbers, right? So let's just say you're buying a $750,000 multifamily in New York and you need a 5% down payment plus 5% closing costs. That's 10%. That equals $75,000. Do you understand that still probably won't win you your offer here. If you got $75,000, you can go right to Connecticut and go buy a three family property for probably $300,000, right? Put 25% down plus closing costs. Let's just say you pay 30%. That's $90,000, right? So you're right there in the ballgame to buy your first investment property and still cash flow. So you have options, right? Maybe you don't go 300,000. If you got 75,000, let's say you could go find, and you got plenty of those in Connecticut, where you can go 225, right? You put 30% out of pocket. That's 67500 dollars So that's a better example for you. So if you got 75,000 living in New York, go to Connecticut, go get you a two or three family, spend $67,500 of that money, go buy you an investment property, make yourself $1,500 a month profit, and now you have cash flow coming in. You don't have to buy a home to live in right now. So if you still are renting and you want to buy a house, but you can't afford to buy your area, you got to flip the script and become an investor right now. I'm just giving you the facts, y'all. Shout out to my realtor in Connecticut, Cameron, on the check-in. And I'm telling you, because this guy sends me deals all the time and we always negotiate these deals, but some of these sellers are still outrageous for me, right? But I'm trying to tell you, this is where it's at. Shout out to my guy, Cameron. Hit him up if you want to do anything in Connecticut, all right? This is my guy. Shelly says, there's nothing but gems. I'm just telling you facts here. I'm not sitting here trying to bullshit you. I'm not trying to tell you no lies. I'm not trying to give you no clickbait. I ain't with all this clickbait BS. I don't care about none of that. Whether you buy or or not, don't matter to me. And stop telling me, stop telling me, oh, it's because you are a, a, a loan officer or a realtor and you want to encourage people to buy. Go sit down. Because you get commission. Blah, 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 blah. Go sit down. <laughs> like, bruh, sis, like, really? You think this is about a commission? If this was about a commission, do you think I'll be on your worldwide internet almost every day? talking how I talk, walking how I walk, doing what I'm doing? No, this ain't about no damn commission. I'm trying to give you the facts because in our communities, like even go on the news right now, when do they talk about real estate? Think about this. Go to all the channels. Go to all the major networks. What do they talk about all day? Stocks, crypto, businesses, and they got these little, they got these commentators, I'm going to call them little, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but they got the commentators that come in for two-minute segments talk about real estate. They give us, in our program, two hours of real estate, and it's always doom and gloom. So when I come on this internet, I'm trying to be as non-biased as possible and tell you information that can help you execute. EYL Network, this is why we do this, man, for us. So don't be coming to me with this BS about no damn about no damn commission or any of this other stuff. Nobody got time for that. We're here to give you nothing but good vibes and keep the vibes going and educate you guys at a high level, especially when it comes to real estate, because in our community, they never taught us about real estate. They don't talk about real estate. They don't give us the the language where we even understand the real estate and how to maneuver. You go to your local bank, they try to talk circles around you to your head spinning, and you don't know what the hell is going on. So this is why we at EYL, we do what we do to give you information. So don't don't hit me with the, oh, he's telling you to buy because he's a a, a loan officer or a realtor. Sit your ass down. Nobody wanna hear that. <coughs> that was my rant for the day. That was my rant. That's shout out to all the realtors and loan officers. They should have never let me go live by myself. <laughs> Yo, take the phone from MG. <laughs> ah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Brandon says, when do you think rates would go back down? At least below 5%. Brandon, why? look, Brandon, my God, let me tell you something. You could get below 5% right now just buy the rate. I gave you out the whole play on how to buy the rate down today and use the seller's money. And you just finance it in your deal. I gave the whole plane, the whole plane, the entire plane. I'm trying to tell y'all the rates you could get below five right now. We pricing our people right now. You just going to have to pay some money. But hey, use the seller's money. Use that seller's concession tool. It's there for you. Finance it. Get four and a half right now. <clears throat> Buy down two points. You can get below 5% right now, Playboy. Uh-oh, uh-oh, hold on. Sharice, Sharice, all right. I need everybody to congratulate. She closed on 7-7. Shout out to Sharice. Shout out to Sharice. I need everybody to throw some fires in the chat for Sharice, who just closed on 7-7. All right? Throw some fire in the chat for Sharice for closing on seven. Who else closed on a deal this month? Let me say that. If you closed on a real estate deal this month, let me know in the comments. If you closed on a real estate deal this month, because I want to know. I'd love to see all this fire in the chat. Let's go, man. We we need to celebrate this, man. Let's go, Sharice. I'm about to get Sharice on his live with me. What's a good DTI, Brandon? the lowest one, make it as low as possible. <laughs> that's a good DTI. The, the DTI, the lowest possible that you can afford the debt that you're about to take on. That's the that's the best DTI I can tell you, brother. I'm not going to tell you what the guideline DTIs are. You got to make sure, this is what I'm talking about. You got to make sure that you can afford. I can tell you the max debt to income ratio on the FHA deal is 55%, but think about a 55%. We're doing off a of 55% off your gross income not your net income. Your net income is what you're pulling in your pocket. So your 50, if you go up to the max, 55% debt to income ratio, you really had a 75% debt to income ratio. Even if you had a 45% debt to income ratio, you really had a 60 something, right? So can you afford it? That's the best debt to income ratio. It's affordability. New segment, new segment alert. Who closed the deal in the month of July? If you close the deal in the month of July, a real estate deal, put yes in the chat. All right. As a buyer, what is the best time of year to buy? Or or is there even a better time of year to buy as a buyer? The best time to buy is when you can afford to buy. I don't care what time of year it is. Man, it could be summer, spring, winter, fall. If you can't afford it, Afford it, then it don't matter what time it is. The best time is when you can afford it, my brother. You got to be able to afford the debt that you're taking on. You got to be able to afford the maintenance that come with home ownership. What if your roof breaks? Do you have money? Are you house rich and cash poor? Do you have six months of reserves? Three months of reserves? Twelve months of reserves? If if the if the if the loan needs to be raked, who who doing it? You? or your landscaper? What if your gutters are, are filled up? Who, who doing that? If you're buying a multifamily, what if the tenants just say, ah, oh, screw you. I ain't paying you this month just because somebody went on the news and said it's a recession, right? So as a buyer, what is the best time of year to buy? When you can afford it. Moving right along. Okay, okay. Let me highlight John J. Close on 612. Shout out to John J. Let's go. We got a couple more people. Big congratulations. I'm trying to get all of y'all. Okay, okay, okay. You closing too? Okay, okay. Ava Lee closing. Okay, okay, Ava Lee. Let's go. Okay, let's go, Harmon. I love it keep closing and closing that wealth gap. Oh, 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 we got a super chat alert. Super chat alert. GSD Black One, thank you for the $5. I need that. Every penny counts. Thank you. All right. You're in Phoenix. I bought a home in 2009 for $287. Now I'm pricing out at $500K. Big equity alert. I need some sound. Tox, where's the sound at in here? I need sound effects how much of the equity should I use to buy investment properties? Look, man. Look, man. How much of the equity should you use? Oh, oh, Jose Bermudez, 6'4. I see you. Uh, 731, Walter, that's your closing date. Shout out to you. So how much of the equity you should use, right? So when you're doing a home equity line of credit, some lenders will go up to 90%. Some lenders will go up to 90% of the value of your house. So if you're looking at a 500K, times that by 90%, that's 450,000. Take away your 287, right? So you can probably pull out, after closing costs, about 160,000 in equity, right? But again, I'm going to tell you, like I told you earlier today, you have to be careful, right? If you're taking the church's money, what exactly are you going to do with that money? So you got to be careful on what you're going to do. You got to know your game. So my guy black, if you, I don't know if you're a woman, sorry, I don't want to say guy, you're, you're female, my apologies, but black, you need to understand, you need to have a game plan. But most lenders will go up to 90%. I wouldn't probably recommend going up to 90%. Um, Because if the market does correct itself, let's say, God forbid, it goes negative and you had a 90 percent, you could be upside down. So I'll probably say look at a lower LTV, 75, 80, maybe max. So that way you give yourself some cushion. I'm a man. I'm good to know, Black. Good to know. <laughs> good to know. Thank you very much for your super chat. <sighs> Uh Nebro says, Can you talk about setting up your books to keep money in your pockets instead of going to taxes? Oh, hell no. You are not gonna have me on EYL Network trying to talk about that? Fraud? <laughs> oh, hell no. Let me take you off my screen. And Nebro, I might have to block you for this type of comment. Please don't come on the channel on this station talking about any foolishness. I'm not trying to pay our uncle any of their money. Okay, <laughs> you better go. You better go. Pay that man what he wants. Don't don't come to me asking me those type of questions. Oh hell no. That ain't the type of vibes we are on here at EYL Network. Okay. I got nothing to do with that. You keep those damn questions to yourself, playboy or playgirl. You better go talk to your CPA. I am not qualified to give you tax advice anyway. I am MG the mortgage guy, not MG the tax guy. Thank you very much. Ah, <laughs> oh, hi shout out to you with the guidelines, guidelines. Yo, guidelines, don't be coming on here with y'all foolishness. You get blocked for things like that. <laughs> Yo, hi what's going on? All right. Can you use a two or three K loan, a house hacker duplex? Absolutely. I live in New Jersey, but I want to purchase in North Carolina. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hi about look what you just said to me. You said you live in New Jersey but you want to purchase an NC. (laughs) Girl, high vibe. Listen to me. FHA is only for primary residents only. Okay? Unless you plan on moving to North Carolina after you do your house hack in New Jersey and you want to move out of that house hack in New Jersey and move to North Carolina because you're moving over 100 miles away and you're going to live in North Carolina, not fake live or none of this other crap they say on the internet. No, I'm saying you're going to live in the house in North Carolina and you have a job in North Carolina or your employer says you can move to North Carolina and still have the same income, then by all means, live your life because you're following the guidelines. High vibe. But if you meant this question in any other way, <clears throat> you need to go with an investment property loan, and put down your 20, 25%. Thank you for the super chat, though. We appreciate you. Good question, Bakari. Shout out to my guy, Bakari. What did you learn from your visit at Tyler Perry Studios that you could apply towards your building development at L.I.? Wow, what did I learn from Tyler Perry Studios? Great question, man. All right, let me settle down for this one. Let me get into back into my MG Zen mode for this one, y'all. Because what did I learn? I learned everything, man. I learned God is the greatest of all time, first and foremost. I learned it doesn't matter where you start. <laughs> as long as you have faith and belief in yourself, it doesn't matter where you start out in life, that life is truly a marathon, that you can start out and be homeless and living in your car like Tyler Perry. To having a 330-acre compound city with so much real estate on it that you have a black man that owns this, that you on on a busy day have 5,000 people working on your studio, which probably 90% of them are black. What I learned at Tyler Perry Studios is that whatever we can dream, we can achieve, yo. Yo, what I learned at Tyler Perry Studios is that sky is not the limit. It's truly the view. Like, what this man has done, no BS, I'm not even going to try to sugarcoat this. Tyler Perry is the GOAT. Tyler Perry is the GOAT. I'm not even going to hold you up. I'm not even going to tell you no lies. What I learned from that thing is that Tyler Perry is the GOAT, man. And look, we went into a replica White House. The thing is at scale. It's the same size as the White House. It's identical to the crown moldings, <clears throat> to the things on the room, to the to the pictures, to like the five to the oval rooms, to oval offices. Like we went to this thing and I thought I was in the White House, but it's not the White House. But it's in his, on his land, and it's the freaking White House. The man built a mansion, a 15,000-square-foot mansion, that each side of the mansion, the four sides, is four different houses. <laughs> and when you go into each of those houses, it's four different houses, like for real, with different kitchens, setups, the whole nine yards. What I learned from Tyler Perry Studios is that, damn... You can do whatever the hell you want if you believe in yourself first and foremost. If you work your ass off for it, no matter what what's coming at your way. Oh my God! There's so much I learned from this thing, but just Tyler Perry is the man, the most. And but what I now to apply it to my business is that there's nothing off limits to me. Whatever I want to do in my life, like I said, I'm, I, I'm, you know, I'm buying a new building, I'm putting my headquarters there, and I'm gonna do it. Well, and this is something I should have been done a year ago, two years ago when I thought about it first, but I said, no, nah, I'm not gonna do that. I did it. I didn't want to put out. Everybody's been asking me for merch, so I said, you know what? Books are my merch now. I'm a, I'm a write thirty books in the next year. So what I learned from Tyler Perry is that I can do anything that I want to do and with no limitations. And he's going to be at InvestFest. He's going to be at InvestFest. So next week, I'm so looking forward to InvestFest because I'm going to be front row with with my notepad out on my phone, taking notes from that conversation that my brothers Troy and Rashad are about to have with Tyler Perry. I cannot wait for that moment, y'all. Do y'all know how epic that is? I don't think y'all understand. This man don't talk to nobody. And for the fact that he is choosing to bless us with his presence at InvestFest, do you understand how how huge that is? I don't think y'all really do. And if you don't got your tickets to InvestFest, y'all need to go. Y'all see the ticker, InvestFest.com, and get your tickets today. Because that's what you need to do. Go to him and get there. So that's all I got to say about Tyler Perry. All right. What time is it? Oh, I'm running over schedule. Jordana, why you didn't you tell me I was running over schedule, girl? It's 7.10. I've been on here for an hour and seven minutes. I'm having so much fun with y'all. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot to um, I gotta get the hell out of here. Let me ask a few more questions. All right. Novice point of view. Shout out to Joseph Jean. All right. What's the best way to purchase a multifamily investment property after purchasing a primary residence? Um, What is the best way to purchase one? I mean, you got to just put up your money and you can purchase it, Joseph. But I'm not sure what you mean by what's the best way. Are you talking about buying a fixer, a turnkey? Um, Different strokes for different folks. I'll tell you that much. Some people like turnkey. Some people like fixers. If you're going with the fixers, I'm a fan of fixers myself. Although I will be honest, I've been looking for turnkey and I just come to realize turnkey is not the way I wasted some time dealing with turnkey. Um, and it's not the way. And I don't know why I went against the grain, but I didn't want to deal with the headaches of contractors. But I wish I wouldn't have. I wish I just bought some more fixers over the pandemic years, but it's okay. God's time and his divide. So I was always saying this market, definitely fixer operas. Force that appreciation. Get ahead of the curve of the correction that is happening right now, because who knows how crazy this correction will be or if it even will be crazy. But if you're buying um, a fixer up and forcing appreciation, you can never go wrong. <clears throat> G Adams, thank you for the $5. Appreciate the super chat. I closed on a cash out refi for 185 at closing on June 30th with a 4%. Whoa. Woo! Y'all see that G Adams closed on a cash out refinance for 105, 185k at closing on June 30th with a 4% rate. G Adams, congratulations to you! Shout out to everybody at the super chats today. Keep them going. The longer y'all do super, no more super chats, you do, the more I stay on here. All right. Um, S Green, what's a good checklist to qualify for a cash out refinance on a rental property to fix up? What's a good checklist to qualify on a cash out refi on a rental property fix up? See, this question is kind of crazy to me. So I don't know what you mean by a checklist, right? Are you looking for a checklist to know what documents you need for your cash out refinance? Or you know on a checklist to know what you need to fix up on a rental property? Like, what exactly are you asking me, S. Green? What checklist are you referring to? Please respond to me. Why won't I do a Zoom? Because I don't want to. I like stream y'all better. <clears throat> Joe says, what is the proper way to flip an investment property to add more equity in the property? Well, first of all, <clears throat> to flip an investment property... I think your wording is kind of wrong, but I would say the best way is to buy distressed property, rehab it, and that's how you force your appreciation. So you got to find something that's in a in a neighborhood where it's good values, but you can find something that's under market. Yasmin says, what are your thoughts on NACA to attain an investment property at this time to attain lower interest rate? First of all, Queen, when you talk NACA's primary residence. So, Y'all got to watch what y'all say, right? NACA is only for primary residents. You can't buy an investment property with NACA. You can buy owner-occupied multifamily, yes, but you can't buy an investment property. So when you speak into loan professionals, you have to be clear because if you go to NACA and tell them, hey, I want to buy an investment property with your program, they're going to tell you get out. You don't qualify. You go to a bank and say, hey, I want to go buy an investment property using FHA. They're going to say, get out. (laughs) What are you trying to do here? So weigh your words. Weigh your words. Shout out to my man, Ari. Weigh your words. My close on a 900 K residential sale in Oakland. We got lucky as hell compared to the comps. Shout out to you. Congratulations. S green. You're back. I own the property outright need to fix it. So I'm looking for cash out refinance. What are the items I need to have lined up when applying? Okay. Thank you for the clarification. So first of all, congratulations on owning the property outright. Appreciate that super dope. So congratulations to you on that. Um, what it, depends on the loan you're trying to get. So if you're trying to go conventional loan, your document checklist is like your last two W twos, pay stubs, you know, bank statements, things of that nature, right? But if you're trying to do this in your LLC, then you're not going to need any of that information. So all you got to do is look. If you guys want to work with the Garland Mortgage Group, email us at. Do I got a little email thing right here? Where I can email? Um, uh, let me see. Yeah, 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 here you go. There you go. All you gotta do is email garland at unmb.com. Email garland at unmb.com and <clears throat> put the subject rants and gyms, and we'll be able to help you. All right. Garland Group at unmb <clears throat> All right. Hayes, thank you for the super chat. Can you put me on HELOC fam, please? How 604, 85% I spend on a new home. I don't have to pay anything till I spend, even it's a year from now. All right, brother. I'm going to tell you the same thing like I just put on the screen. Hayes, first of all, thank you for the super chat. I really appreciate you. Um, LLC as green. Just email garland group at UNMB. All right. But um, if you, Hayes, you do the same. Email. We can kind of help you from there. Um, caramel says, MG, what's another loan program for self-employed? I'm not bankable, but I have reserves. Oh, there's plenty of, um, things that I can help you with. Again, I would need to know more information when you have these type of things. You're saying you're not bankable. I mean, what makes you not bankable? <laughs> that sounds kind of like you're not bankable. <clears throat> I-, I want bankable people. All right. Thank you, S. Grain Hayes. Thank you. Um, calm out. you need the email too, because I, I don't know what you're trying to talk about right here. Ahmad, MG, want to purchase a multifamily in either Arizona, Washington State, Florida, or even Texas. Do you have any links or license in those areas? Me and my wife are starting a four three two one program this week. So Ahmad, I thank you uh, like all right. Ahmad, let me take a drink of water first. Ah. Ahmad, Ahmad, Ahmad. <clears throat> so if you're trying to do a 4 three, two, one, that means you are trying to use the FHA loan. But you just named like five different states in this question. Where do you live? And if you're trying to do a 4321, you ain't gonna be buying all these places where you don't live. So, you know, we gotta figure that out. Holler at me. All right. So let me get off of this. You live in Cali. So if you live in Cali, Ahmad, you can work remotely. Yeah, but you can't. All right. Ahmad, email my team, Group at Email, <laughs> email my team, Group at We'll try to help you out, brother. All right. Um, this was a fire show, man. Somebody said, yo, y'all stupid. <laughs> Joshua, what's wrong with you, Joshua? all you trying to go to jail? <laughs> yo, y'all are crazy. <laughs> yo, much love, MG. I ain't ready yet, but when I am, and when I get to be, a lot of the credit goes to the whole EYL fam. Thank you, man. We appreciate you, man. <laughs> we do this for y'all, y'all. All right, um, Celeste, does the American dream, does the American dream, she got it in quotes, of home ownership still exist for a single woman in her late 50s? I was priced out of the market in 2022 from buying moving to NC. I feel it's getting away from me. First of all, Celeste, ain't nothing getting away from you because everything happens in God's time, not your time. That's first things first, right? So ain't nothing getting away from you as long as you you believe. Right? And you got to weigh your words because death and life is in the power of the tongue. So you don't want to sit here and talk this on your life. You got to speak nothing but prosperity and abundance into your life because we don't believe in nothing's getting away from us. We just got to make sure we got to get to what we got to get. Now, you're saying that it's getting away from you or you're getting priced out. So what I want to tell everybody out here who's feeling like they priced out of anything, you got to start now focusing on streams of income. You got to start focusing on streams of income, right? Streams of income is very important. So what else can you do to bring in some extra revenue? So that way you're not priced out. Now, if you are priced out in this market, then you have to start looking at opportunities in smaller markets where you can still buy homes and invest so you can create income. You got to create income. We as a people, we have to start looking at real estate is great. I love real estate, but we got to start looking at how are we going to get some money? Where's the money coming from? My man Trap always says, shout out to Wall Street Trapper. This is the hardest line ever. If we give them permission to feed us, we give us the permission to starve us. So if you have one stream of income and you're only relying on your job, you are setting yourself up for failure in my opinion. And there's nothing wrong with having a job. How? I have a W-2 job as a mortgage loan officer and I run a mortgage division, right? I don't own the bank. I just got a sweetheart deal. But I created other streams of revenue and things for me. So that way I work my W-2 and I also have my entrepreneur stuff that gives me that flexibility And that income to come in. So now I can invest and do other things. So I want to tell everybody, not including you, Celeste, don't put this on you. Don't put that as getting away from you. No, because it just didn't happen in your time. God is not done with you. I don't care if you're in your late 50s. It's never too late to buy some real estate. I've helped so many people your age buy their first primary residence, buy their first investment property. It's never too late. Never too late to buy real estate. So don't feel like, Celeste, this is getting away from you, Celeste. This is not getting away from you. It just wasn't your time yet. So now you got to focus on, because when I read things like priced out, that means the problem is you need to find ways to get more income. Now, I don't know your whole situation, I don't know everything about you just based off this comment. And I could be full of crap right now. I don't know. I could be reading this all wrong, but that's how I'm taking it. And I don't know if this even helped you, but I'm telling you that you need to focus on bringing in more, anybody out here, not just Celeste, anybody that's out here that's saying they priced out of something, ask yourself, how many streams of income do I have coming in every single week, every single month? And if you saying that, if you saying that this market is too expensive for me to own, okay, maybe I'm going to rent where I live and I'm going to invest in other places so I can create that streams of income. You know what I'm saying, sis? So you just got to think outside the box. We all got to open up our minds to go to a different place to make us like open up, to make us be on a whole nother planet sometimes almost, right? And you got to tap into that that inner you and say, yo, what else can I do? What else can I do? Like Celeste, what do you do for a living? Type in chat, please. What do you do for a living? Because I guarantee you, everybody in this thing Every, it's 1,000, 1,200 of us in here watching this live. I guarantee you, everybody in here has intellectual property. Everybody has intellectual property in here where you can go ahead and you can create another stream of income from it. Everybody in here. You work in account revenue management, right? That's a big title. Account revenue management. So that means you're dealing with people's money. You know how to you know how to work a PL and you know how to manage it. Right? You're managing different accounts. So that means you know about customer service. Right? Do you understand? With this right here, you can write books behind it. You know there's probably thousands of people right now that want to get in your same work line of work. You can create a whole YouTube channel, probably about every day of work, some problem that comes up. There's something that you can do. Everybody, even you, Be- Bella, who works in customer service, don't laugh at yourself and don't dim your light so about you work in customer service and you got these emojis. Nuh-uh, sis. Who cares where you work? You're missing the point here. You got to find... What you're doing in customer service, there's somebody around the world. Customer service, hey, Bella, you know what you can be? You can do? You can start a whole virtual assistant company because you work in customer service. You know how I many people who run businesses got terrible customer service? So instead of you making $15, $20, $25 an hour, figure out how you can go charge a business owner like myself $100 an hour because you got a whole customer service team. So we just got to start thinking outside the box, y'all. It don't matter what you're doing. You could be mowing lawn for a living and figure out how to monetize mowing lawn. I'm just giving y'all some game because my intellectual property is now a bestseller. House Economics. This is my brain. It's in the book now. Product outlives talent. Master P told us that when we interviewed him. He said that's the that was life changing. He said product outweighs talent. Everybody in this thing got to figure out what they can do. All right, y'all get me off of real estate. See, y'all don't want me to go on some other level because this is a real estate show. But y'all don't want me to really like be on some real MG ish because I got a whole lot to say and I don't be saying everything I got to say. But let me just shut the hell up because I'm I'm. I'm I'm just real estate. I'm MG, the mortgage guy. Let me just chill. Bella, she said, I have great customer service too, and I work from home. So that's what I'm saying, Bella. You have great customer service, and you work from home. So you can go buy a house, (laughs) right, and create your whole office in there and high employees and let hell run it from the whole house and build the whole virtual team i'm listening and just bought a home bella you got you got it then you got it you got it There's level to us all. I agree with that. It's all we all got levels. But first, first, the first level is believing whatever it is that it is that you want to do. The first level is believing in it. That's the first level. Is believing into it. So, Celeste, you got this, Queen. Don't feel like you over you 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 overpriced or anything. Don't feel like you're behind your time because of your age. Everything happens in God's time, God's divine time, not yours. Just do what you got to do and you will be okay. Bella, you working in customer service, you need to figure out how on the side you can create your own customer service business and leverage that intellectual property that you have to build a brand and a business for yourself. Hell, write a book. Call it How to Do Good Customer Service. You understand? Like, it's so much we can do, yo. Celeste, bless you too, queen. Bless you too. All right. I've been on here ranting too long. I've been on here ranting too long. Uh, Bella says, okay, I'm listening to it all. Thank you, king. Thank you. And thank y'all for tapping in with me tonight, man. Um, Shout out to Keanu Watson, who couldn't make rants and gems tonight. Um, We love her. And she had the grind. She said, no rants, just speaking facts. Um, High value. Are there such two or three K loans for investors? Uh, It's called hard money for investors. And two or three Ks is for primary residents only. You need to get the Home Buyers Blueprint Volume 2, exclusively part of EYL University. Join EYL University um, today by going to EYLUniversity.com, and you'll learn everything you need to know about that subject. Um, John said, can I ask a question before you leave? I'll super chat it. Well, super chat it, Playboy. Um. Marcus says, you can't talk mortgage without talking live. You can't wait to meet you, King. I inspire you to culture. Thank you. I appreciate y'all. InvestFest.com. Get your tickets, man. InvestFest.com. Get your tickets. Come to Booth 201. Um, if you're in Atlanta, InvestFest.com. Um, you get House Hackonomics on Amazon right now. Um, House Hackonomics, you can get it on Amazon. Um, need my contact info? The link is in my bio. You can schedule a consultation with my team. Okay. Um, you can schedule a consultation with my team. MG, I have no longer access to the blueprint tool. Email info at MG the mortgage guy, Dominique. Um uh, inspirational says, and you can get house economics on Amazon. Support your boy. Um, inspirational, thank you. Um, you say rant forever. I'm gonna keep ranting. Just order your book, Q photo. Thank you. I appreciate you. All right. So if y'all like this, if y'all like this solo episode of Rants and Gems tonight, because we come up on 90 minutes, so I'm not going to burn up the airways too much. Um, I love you too. If you love this episode of Rants and Gems, put some fire in the chat for MG. I think I kind of held it down today. We did a lot of Q&A. Um, Bella, you're a new subscriber and you love it here. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate you. Um, over here at EYL um, Network, EYL University. Shout out to all the earners. Um, I would love to see all you guys at InvestFest, August 5th, 6th, and 7th in Atlanta. Please do not wait to get your tickets on the last minute. I promise you they are on the verge of being sold out. We are almost at capacity. So go to InvestFest.com. You see the ticker below, Go to investfest.com right now. Get your tickets for InvestFest. This is the Coachella of Financial Literacy. We got Tyler Perry. We got Steve Harvey. We got Charlemagne the God. We got 19 Keys, Wall Street Trapper, Ian Dunlap. I mean, we got me, MG, Kiana Watson. I mean, we got so we got we got three billionaires. We got Don Peebles, right? Do you understand the conversation I'm about to have with Don Peebles at Investfest? We got Dan Cathy, another billionaire. I mean, we got three billionaires on a Sunday, man. Throw some fire in the chat, please, for InvestFest. Run those likes up for Rants and Gems, right? Make sure y'all go to audio on Rants and Gems. Very important. Go to the audio. Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to Rants and Gems. Subscribe, download, five-star reviews, rate the show right? Let's get this content out to our people at scale. Let's educate our community. Let's build wealth with real estate, y'all. Do not let the fear mongering stop you from your goals. If your goal is to buy real estate, be smart. Do what you have to do to build generational wealth for your family. Remember, real estate is not a short-term play. This ain't a get-rich-quick scheme. This is long-term wealth we're talking about, and that's what real estate will give you. All right, so throw some fires in the chat if you like this um, episode of Rants and Gems. Throw some fire in the chat for your boy MG. (sighs) Next week we will be back live again. Okay, and everybody type long term in the chats for me. All right, love it. So that's all I got for y'all. Again, InvestFest.com, get your tickets, come to Booth 201 to see me. Oh, did I tell you I'm giving away $25,000 at InvestFest? <laughs> come to my booth, five people, Booth 201, all right? <clears throat> and type long-term. That's what we're after, man, long-term wealth. We're not looking for flash now because time will reveal money, all right? Go after your goals. Go after your dreams. Remember, everything happens in God time, not your time. Everything happens in God time, not your time be relentless, be fearless, have mamba mentality, go after what you got to go for. The world is yours and abundance is our birthright. And everything that we can think, we can achieve it by just going after it, yo. Know? Close mouth, don't get scared. Don't get fed. Close mouth, don't get fed. Let's go. All right? So I'm going to tap in with y'all. I see y'all. I love y'all. Thank you so much for your support Um, here at Earn Your Leisure and Ransom and Gems. And shout out to Keanu Watson and the whole Garland Media group. All right? Peace.
1: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator.